0: Welcome in to Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, it's a very hawk centric podcast. The Hawks have their new coach. It was a good weekend for the Atlanta Hawks. And don't be fooled. This isn't about Landry. It's all next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Getting Hard is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. We ask you to head over to youtube.com. Put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser when you get there. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. We are free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get all of your favorites give us a follow too. Check us out on Roku and Amazon Fire. We are there as well. And then follow me on my personal Twitter page at jmch316. Well, the Hawks have their new coach and by all accounts, Quinn Snyder is going to actually coach the team on Tuesday when they take on the Washington Wizards. So uh, a very quick turnaround. Now we'll talk a little bit later on in the show about this decision-making process, but couple of things about the deal. So one is it's a five-year deal. We do know that part of it, and it will be four years after the rest of the season. So it's going to be five years, but they are going to factor in this 21 games that they have left. And then it'll be four years after that. That's the same deal that they gave Nate. They gave Nate a four-year extension when when they made him the full-time head coach. Now, The Hawks did not release numbers on the deal, but what has been widely reported is that this is in the $8 million a year range, okay? So do you know what coaches make around $8 million a year? Doc Rivers, Mike Budenholzer, Eric Spolstra, Steve Kerr. Those are the four guys that make around, and then Nick Nurse is the only other one that makes that kind of money. So those four coaches, that first four that I just mentioned, What do they all have in common? Let's see. Ding, ding, ding. Let's see the Jeopardy theme. Uh, They're NBA champions. So there's a lot of expectation about Quinn Snyder coming in here and getting this franchise on track. And look, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast over the last year or so that they have not built off of the success of that Eastern Conference Finals run. And that pendulum has swung more toward away from the Eastern Conference final run, more than it swung toward that Eastern Conference finals run. So they haven't capitalized on all of that. Now, obviously, look, you know, this is all about coach and his players. Can Trey Young buy into what they're going to do? You know, it was a good weekend for the Atlanta Hawks. We'll talk about that here in just a, a couple of minutes. But, you know, look, I wouldn't have been upset about any of the major name hires that were available in this search. Quinn Snyder, doka uh Kenny Atkinson, I wouldn't have been upset by any of those guys because I think they're all good coaches. I think that there were definitely a lot of good coaches that they could pick from. By the way too, the other interesting thing is Quinn Snyder is not was not named president of basketball operations, which I understand that though there is rumor that he's going to have definite say in personnel and things like that. And to be honest with you, if you're an eight million dollar a year coach, they're going to get you know pers- they're going to get input on personnel and things like that, and in in why he wants to work you know with these guys. But anyway, it is interesting that Snyder is taking over with 21 games to go. And look, Sam Mitchell and I talked about this the other night on my radio show that him and I were in agreement about the idea of taking some time, going through a process, hiring your guy, but going through an interview process and and not rushing everything. Well, they feel differently that they're going to bring him in, have him coach. He literally will be on the sideline probably Tuesday night at home against the Washington Wizards, and they're going to roll with this thing and then start evaluating where he's going to be after 21 games and what he thinks about the personnel and stuff like that. So, they're definitely not throwing away the season, although they did play well. And I think you saw that there was a bit of a spark from the Atlanta Hawks about, you know, without the, you know, services of Nate McMillan, that they definitely played well over the weekend, but they're going to do, you know, they're not throwing away this season. They're going to do some evaluations and they want to get to work on all this. Now, what is going to be interesting is that, you know, Nate McMillan's son is currently on the staff. He is part of that staff and Will Joe Prunty be a part of that staff? Will Nate McMillan's son be a part of that staff? It is interesting to see, but they're hoping that Quinn Snyder gets this thing turned around and swings and pendulum back to. And look, he's been a wildly successful coach. You know, he's had a lot of success in Utah. Um, They haven't, you know, excelled in the playoffs, but they have multiple times gotten through the first round of the playoffs. So, I I don't have a problem with with Quinn Snyder. I think he's a really good head coach. And and I think he can turn this thing around if the guys will buy in. That's what it comes down to. Do do your star players and, and all of them, Hunter, Young, Collins, do those guys buy in to the system? We all heard the same message from everybody last week that the message was getting stale. Maybe it should have come from a different messenger. Um, you know, maybe his message was for a, uh, an older roster and this, that, and the other. But we also heard from all the players that this was about accountability on their standpoint, that they all said that, look, we have to be better ourselves. We have to play better. We, we have to be better as a team. And you saw over the weekend that they played much better. They played like what they're capable of. Now, I think the schedule lent itself to allowing that to happen but coming up you know you've got four games against the washington wizards and they're nipping right on your heels and then if you're going to catch the knicks and the new and the miami heat and some of those teams and move up in the standings you know one is good that you beat brooklyn because you close the gap they were ahead of you in the standings but you don't play the knicks but you got to beat the miami heat and you probably have to sweep the washington wizards to be able to put them in your rear view mirror. So there's going to be a lot of expectation. I expect that they will play well coming right out of the gate. I expect Quinn Snyder will be a, a, a welcome infusion. And we also heard that Donovan Mitchell, who talked to Trey Young, sort of, you know, backcourt, you know, through back channels or what have you, when, when Cleveland was in town the other night on Friday night, Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell had a conversation about Quinn Snyder because Donovan Mitchell puts a lot of high regard on Quinn Snyder about why he and Rudy Gobert, that those guys were able to be all-star caliber players. So he got good word as has been reported. He got good word from Donovan Mitchell about this hire. So look, he's definitely a really good coach. It's definitely a really good move. I, I question how expeditious they were in this thing, because this is an important hire but it also is going to lead me to a a point later on in in all of this that that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But the Hawks have their new coach, and literally come Tuesday night, he's going to be with them on the sidelines, and we'll see what happens in the Quinn Snyder era as they've got 21 games left to go, and certainly they're looking to try to get up in the standings and get themselves maybe into that sixth seed where you can avoid the play-in tournament altogether. All right, I want to talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Listen, FanDuel is a num- America's number one sports book. And now that we're past the all-star break and we're headed down into crunch time of the NBA season, it's time to claim your no-sweat first bet with FanDuel where you can get as much as $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel sports book app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on money lines, props, everything, point scores. Everything is available to you at FanDuel.com. So now you get a chance, too, to make a bigger payout with the same game parlay. But when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, you claim your no-sweat first bet where you can get as much as $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Learn more there. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book betting partner of the NBA. So it was a good weekend uh in the Joe Prunty, you know, very short uh very short era of uh, of Hawks basketball coaching. So the Hawks picked up a couple of wins. Obviously, they dominated the Cleveland Cavaliers on and that game got a little bit closer. Than what it really was, but it, it was a 32 point lead at one point in that game. Hawks shot really well um, from the field, and then Trey Young hits the buzzer beater to beat the Brooklyn Nets. Who, you know, in all honesty, I don't know why Brook. I mean, I, I don't know what Brooklyn's motivation was, because Brooklyn at one point on Friday night they were down 103 to 53 against the Chicago Bulls. They were down at one point in that game. 50 points they they in fact scored 51 points through three quarters of that game the other night against the bulls so i don't know what got them all motivated and excited maybe just playing badly they came in here and they were going to have a spark and try to pick up a game on the hawks or whatever like that but trey young hits the buzzer beater and they beat the Nets. so good weekend here's the thing that was the real difference in this game and It's the idea of Trey and DeJounte coexisting on the court and playing well together. Between the two, they had 121 points and 29 assists in those two games. They shot the ball really well. DeJounte Murray's a leader on defense. He hits that mid-range, and then Trey Young was popping threes. And then when they needed Trey Young, he's hitting the big game winner. So the idea that they were led by their backcourt. That's what we've all been waiting for. That's what, that's the thing that we have been waiting to see is that those guys can work in tandem with one another. And, and they played outstanding on Friday. They were outstanding yesterday in that game. So when you look at this team going forward, if they can get those two guys to be in tandem with one another. And that's the whole thing that we've been hoping for and waiting for is could they be in tandem with one another? Certainly that this team is going to, you know, they can certainly make up some games. And look, at this point of the schedule, Okay, you don't worry about what everybody else is going to do. You don't worry about what um, the Nets or, you know, Boston or Milwaukee or Miami, you don't worry about what they do you just have to handle your own business. You just take care of your own business because you're gonna play enough of those teams. You've got a home and home with Boston. You've got four games against the Washington Wizards. You've got two games down in Miami. I think you play the Nets maybe one more time, but you know there are te- there are enough teams that you're gonna play that directly influence that are either right in front of you or right behind you. You don't play Toronto, you don't play the Knicks. But you can't worry about those kinds of things. At this point of the season, you just rattle off wins and the schedule will take care of itself. If you're beating Washington four times, if you beat the Miami Heat a couple of times, you know, beating, beating the Cavaliers in Brooklyn, taking advantage. You know, look, we talked about the idea of on Friday that Cleveland was on the back end of a back-to-back, having played a rugged D- Denver team, and they don't play well on the road. You took advantage of it. The Brooklyn Nets, they were dreadful on Friday. Like I said, they were down by 50 points in that game. They only scored 51 points through three quarters of that game the other night. So you took advantage of them. Now, listen, they, they came back. They, they they had a big lead, and, and the Hawks had a big lead, and they allowed them cut in. But still, you won the game. And that's all that you can control is just you go out there and pile up a bunch of wins in a row. and And – You know, look, does it become must win? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, look, Tuesday night, tomorrow night is must win for the Atlanta Hawks. You want to stay ahead of Washington? You want to not put any distance, you know, in between what you and Washington are, or or I should say expand what you and Washington are? Then it becomes must win. And, And the Hawks are coming down to crunch time that they've got to have a lot of these games in hand. You know, Washington is now two and a half behind the Atlanta Hawks. So the, the Raptors picked up a game on Washington. So now the, the Wizards are in the 10th. Ten- okay, you can knock them out or keep separating. De- it's all about what the Atlanta Hawks do. All about controlling their own destiny. And if you get 121 points and 29 assists, 29 assists in back-to-back games, from from the from that backcourt, brother, that's going to lead the way. You know, even more than what John Collins can do. You know, Collins had some nice dunks in the game, but he only finished with 12 points. I mean, it wasn't like he dominated. I mean, he had 12 points, had some highlight real plays. But the real backbone of this team was the 121 and 29 assists that those guys gave you. And if they can score at that rate and they can dish it out at that rate, then the Hawks are going to win a lot of these games down the stretch. And, and again, taking care of home court advantage, right? That's the big thing for the Hawks. Now, now after those two wins, they're 17 and 12 at home, okay? So they're starting to raise that profile up on their home court, right? You know, raising that, you know, they were the fourth, uh, had the fourth most wins in the Eastern Conference last year. You know, they've been a very good home court team over the last couple of years. Well, they haven't been, you know, before this weekend, all that great at home, 15 and 12, when I you're 17 and 12. And now you got to handle your business even more. So look, is it possible that the Hawks go on a pretty good run? Yes. It, it, can you worry about all the other things and check the standings every day? No. Just have the Hawks rattle off a bunch of wins. Other than that five-game winning streak, they hadn't done a whole lot. But what did Bogey Bogdanovich say the other day at his presser? Winning solves everything, right? We talked about that quote. What did he say? Winning solves everything. And if you pile up a bunch of wins in a row, then you'll be right where you need to be. Pile up a whole bunch of wins, pile up a bunch of wins on your home court, and you will be right where you need to be when all is said and done. Don't worry about the standings. Just take care of your own personal business because you play enough of those teams that are directly in front and directly behind you. I want to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Listen, everybody trying to get in shape for the new year. You're looking for low sugar, low carb, low calorie types of snacks. Built Bar has got you covered. Whether you go to built.com and check out all their wide, all the wide selection of products that they have, their, their wide variety of flavors that they have, whether you want the traditional protein bars, whether you want the marshmallow uh, puffs that are protein infused, they've got you covered. And most of them are 130 uh, calories with four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein per bar. So whatever flavor that you want, they've got it available. But now, besides going to Built.com, if you want to go the brick and mortar route, you want to get your car and drive to the store, guess what? You can go to Walmart and pick up a box of Built bars in the pharmacy section. Or you can also... Go over to Sam's Club and pick you up a box of built bars. So, whether you go the brick and mortar route, whether you go to built.com, check out either way and pick you up a box of built bars today. As everybody's looking for those low calorie, low sugar, low carb types of snacks, get yourself in shape, get some built bars today. And besides making hit and hard with John Chuck, where you first listen every day, make sure you make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available Odyssey, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get all of your favorite podcasts from. Now, here's the thing about all of this coaching search and hire, and and I, I love Quinn Snyder and think it's a really good hire. I, I wouldn't have been upset by any of the hires that they would have made if if you told me atkinson or doka i wouldn't have had a problem with any of those but here's the thing i find interesting okay they only interviewed one guy they only interviewed one guy and i know what landry fields said oh yeah after the first meeting and all that kind of stuff okay does anybody really think that landry fields is calling the shots in this scenario okay you hire a coach Within five six days, you're going to put him on the bench with 21 games to go. Now I know Quinn Snyder's is a free agent and he was available and all this kind of stuff, okay? But this is Tony Wrestler, okay? And and I've talked about this before. This is Tony Wrestler guiding the franchise. You think if Travis Shlink was here and had his neck on the line, that they would have had a coach in place and only interviewed one guy and this, that, and the other. I don't believe that for a second. This is all about Tony Wrestler. It doesn't mean that Landry Fields is a puppet, but when you've got given a directive from your owner, just like with the luxury tax, just like being below the luxury tax line, right? Because they crept right up to it and they were $1.9 million away from it. They snuck right up as high as they could go without going over it. And at the trade deadline, again, the underreported story about the trade deadline. Yeah, they got Sadiq Bey and he's already paying big de- uh, benefits. You know, I, I really like Sadiq Bey and I really like what he brings to this team, but they also cut salary at the end of the day. They also lower their salary, you know, uh, uh, where where they're at salary wise. This is all about Tony Wrestler putting these directives and mandates in place. Look, Tony Wrestler is a hands-on owner. I, I know Landry Fields said on a radio station the other day he's in charge of basketball operations, and I don't doubt that. I don't doubt if they're looking for a backup point guard that Tony or Landry Fields is the guy who's making those picks. But when it comes to the financial flexibility in the organization, the idea of getting a high-profile coach, making a big splash, and moving that guy into place, that doesn't come from Landry Fields. That that comes from your owner. Now, is Tony Wrestler Jerry Jones or something like no? He's not picking personnel and different things like that. But there is a directive that, that is when you when you have a hire of of this cap where where you've got to turn the franchise around. You've got a max player, you've got a lot of other other high-priced guys that are on your roster. When you have to turn this thing turn the titanic around and put it in a positive direction and you're doing it immediately and and with this important of a hire because what happens if things fall apart in a couple few years i don't think landry fields is so much in trouble that his job is on the line with this hire or anything like that because this is tony wrestler pulling the strings of the puppet on there this is tony wrestler under, giving a directive about the idea of, hey, we're gonna we need to make a big splash. We're still not going in the luxury tax. This that and the other. This, this comes from the top. What and look, the fact that Tony Wrestler hasn't spoken to anybody. You know, we heard Tony Wrestler speak over the last few years. In fact, he made a big presentation in the off season. Right, we weren't where we needed to be. This that and the other. Right, and and he said. We'll go in the luxury tax if it makes sense. This, this is, this is coming from Tony Wrestler. I don't doubt that Landry Fields is picking and choosing and going the direction that, that he's told to. But when you have, when you hire a coach in less than a week, you just fired a guy, you moved on from him. And you're five, six days later, hiring your next coach to, and by the way, to start in season, okay, that message comes from the owner. That message comes from the guy who's paying the salaries, that he doesn't want to throw away the season. And, And look, I don't think Landry Fields is wanting to throw away the season or anything like that. But this is a big hire for the Atlanta Hawks organization. You have to get this right. You you have to get a home run out of this hire. Now I, I really like Quinn Snyder and I don't I don't think it's a bad hire and I don't and I don't think that that they are you know, you know um what what I want to say that they are um you know uh, you know doing this kind of in in too much of a rush but this comes from the top this comes from from the top when when you make these kinds of decisions that's not just the general manager that's making all those. When you're talking about a coach that's paid a championship coach caliber level, because again, what do we say? Doc Rivers, Steve Kerr, Eric Spolstra, coach uh, Mike Budenholzer, those are the guys that are in the range of Quinn Snyder. Those guys have championships, every one of them. Some of them multi-championships. When you're paying a coach five, six days, when you're giving them top tier money and you're five, six days, Brother, that's not just about Landry Fields. That's not just about what he wants to do. That's not just about what he thinks that should happen to this franchise. That's your owner coming and saying, okay, we've got to make a splashy hire. Let's get ahead of all of this. Money's not an object. This, that, and the other. That comes from that comes from only one place. The same guy who wasn't allowing this team to get over the luxury tax. Right? That, that's a big reason why that Travis Schlenk and the owner are not no longer coexisting and they're no longer in a partnership. You can't not go on the luxury tax if you're going to be a good franchise. And it was directed that they cut salary and all that, you know, or especially moving on from Kevin Herter. So at the end of the day, you know, do I think that Landry Fields is in charge of basketball operating? Sure, I, I do. He's not... Tony Wrestler is not picking a backup point guard. Tony Wrestler is not picking their backup center. But a directive of you're going to hire a coach, we're going to plug him right in, we're going to pay him whatever he wants, those come from the top. Those kinds of decisions aren't just left up to a general manager. They are left up to the guy who signs the checks and who writes the checks at the end of the day and you've got a superstar player and a, Mac, a supermax guy, and you've got other guys that are Hunter Collins, big time contracts, Tony Wrestler wants to win. At least give him credit for that. At least Tony Wrestler wants to win. He wants to win, and he wants to bring a championship to Atlanta. I give him credit for that, but just be careful of how they go about doing all these things. Because if everything is mandated by Tony Wrestler then it does start to creep into, okay, am I picking players? Am I not picking players? And things like that. That's why I thought that the idea of Quinn Snyder not having president of basketball operations title was very interesting because coach Bud had that. And and he saw all of that. I think it was very interesting that they left their pecking order structure as is in place. All right, well, thank you so much for making and Heart with John Trucker your first listen every day. Make sure you make Locked on Sports today your second listen. Biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on Odyssey, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get all of your podcasts from. We ask you to head over to YouTube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. We are free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms. So check us out, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get all of your favorites from, you can download us for free. Roku and Amazon Fire, we are also available on those podcast platforms as well. And then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page, at JMCH316. Back with you tomorrow. This has been hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta.